It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? Denny Avdia dominated against top 25 Auburn University. Just wanted to do a quick bonus episode. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Wizards Podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so Denny played against Auburn University, a top 25 team coached by Bruce Pearl. Auburn had Jabari Smith, who is the uh, a top five, top four draft pick in this past draft. Uh, Walker Kessler, the big man, was a first-round pick, and they have a couple good guys on the roster as well currently for Auburn and Denny played really well. I know the competition, you know, it was a college team. It's not, you know, summer league or a pro team or anything like that, but these guys, you know, some of these guys are definitely going to be playing professional basketball and Denny showed out. Denny's finishing numbers were 25.7 rebounds, six assists, six turnovers, 11 fouls drawn, which really stood out to me. Six for 14 from the field. The, the field goal percentage is not great, but it's solid. Um, two for six from the three, 11 for 13 from the free throw line, got 13 free throws, 13 free throws from Denny. So I'm going to go over my notes, you know, I guess some of the good, the bad and the ugly and uh, some good things that Jay Billis said about Denny as well. And just how this can translate to the regular season. And, you know, is, is this a preview of what we're going to see from Denny? Can this Denny Obdia that we see overseas, can we see that confidence translate and can Wes Unsell Jr., get that untapped potential. Can th- this, this Denny look like the steal of the draft that you no know, experts were talking, Mike Schmidt's draft express guys. We're talking about this guy is the, is the steal of the draft. That, that's what I saw from Denny yesterday, but can it translate to an NBA game? Can he get those minutes? Can he get, can he get those minutes in that rotation? Will be, will he be starting at the three, but you know, I'll just take time to appreciate how well he played 
the confidence that he played with. So I'll, I'll look over the notes. This game was on SEC Network. Um, it came on at 1.30 p.m. for the people who weren't able to watch it. I talked about their schedule um, in the last episode, so not a lot of the games are going to be televised. But, you know, whenever they are, I'm going to definitely try to watch them. If you are listening from Israel or if you know what channel or YouTube or in, any any website where they will be showing the games, please comment below. Or you can add me on Twitter at E-D-T-O-O-F-L-A-T-T. I'm very intrigued to watch these games. I want to watch Chris Hesperzingas play as well. He'll, he'll be playing for Latvia um, this summer as well, so I'm, I'm intrigued. So um, The first shot that he took was a three-pointer. He knocked it down. He looked very confident. Um, the shot is good. The release is good. It's a quick release. Uh, I, I love I love the form. I have no I had no problem with his form before. You know he's been working out with Drew Hanlon, um, so you can see you can see some of that translate there. Um, he had a nice offensive rebound tip out. Denny got downhill and made a, a hockey pass. I wrote that down in my notes as well. They were doubling him a lot. Looks like they definitely focused their defense on Denny. They did play a two three zone or they played a zone in this. Auburn played a zone in the second half. Um, Denny had a nice no look pass to Yam Madder. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name. I know he plays for the Celtics. He knocked down a three-pointer off that pass from Denny. It was a nice no-look pass in the corner. Um, you can see Denny really running the offense. You know, he he did use his right hand predominantly for the most part, but he was getting it at the top of the key, you know, doing a lot of between the legs, in and out crossovers to get by guys. And he definitely was putting pressure on the basket and getting open shots for other guys. Uh, I didn't write the note that Denny clanked the three off the right side of the rim. Um, Denny missed a wide open layup. It was a hundred dollar move and a 10 cent shot. I wrote that down. He did an in and out move and then missed a layup. So that's where he's got to improve. He didn't miss two layups. The thing I liked is he didn't put his head down. I think he knew he, when they took him out of the game, they took him out of the game in the first quarter with like two minutes left to go. And then he started the second quarter. I think the thing is, you know, West Elmsville Jr. Will he yank him out if he's missing layups? He didn't put his head down. I know during the regular season he put his head down a, a couple of times when he did miss layups or miss shots, and you could see the body language. I think the body language was different for sure, and he showed up as a vocal leader as well. I do want to see him to be able to keep that confidence, even when his shot is not falling. So that's where I want to see. That's what I want to see from Denny Avia in, in the regular season coming up. Um, Israel as a team, they just had a lot of ball movement in the first half. They had. I want to see how much assists they had. They had 14 assists in the first half. 14 assists in the first half, and they got to they got to the free throw line a lot as a, as a as a team as well. So 14 assists in the first half is a good amount. Denny in the first half had a, he had 11 points, six boards, and five assists in the first half. So he almost had a could have had a triple double if he would have kept it up in the second half. Um, Denny missed a reverse layup off an inbounds play that was a wide open layup in the second quarter. So that was a part of the the ugly, the good, bad, and ugly. Uh, Denny had a good take. He got fouled. Um, Denny was running in transition and made an and one layup with a right hand on the left side. So he had an opportunity to make a left le- left hand layup, but he decided to lay it up with his right hand. But he still had an and one. It was a pass from Yam Mater. Yam Mater. Um, the next thing, Denny was three for four at the free throw line in the first half. He had nine points. Um, Denny, Denny uh, next play that I wrote down, Denny had it between the legs going to the right, and uh, he got fouled going to the basket. They were in the bonus. So a lot of his free throw attempts, were because they were in the bonus, he put pressure on the rim, and that was that was good. That's smart by him putting putting them in a, in a situation where they have to foul. So, uh, before we do get to some more second half notes, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. 
BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports, wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so um, Danny defensively, I thought he he guarded one through five. Uh, Auburn has a highly tattered point guard, a freshman point guard, and he did a solid job against him who's very shifty. And uh, definitely can break a guy down off the dribble. I thought Denny did a good job against him. I'm sorry I don't have his name. Um, but Denny uh, blocked. He had a nice recovery block uh, where it was a wedgie in the rim. If you don't know, that's where the ball gets stuck in the side of the rim. And uh, Denny had a nice block there, a uh, recovery block. Um, Jay Billis talked – this is a Jay Billis quote. Jay Billis talked about how skilled Denny Avi is as a player. Um, Denny did hit a deep three. I like that a lot, the, showing the NBA range there. Um, knocked down a three from from it was a couple couple steps behind the line. I, I love how he just didn't even think twice about it. There was a there was one point where he took a step back three. So this is where Denny starts to heat up in the second half. Um, Denny got a nice fast break and he had a nice dunk there. Then he was moving moving without the basketball where he had a reverse dunk. It was against the zone. He found the um, the soft spot in the zone. Did a backdoor cut and then had a reverse dunk on somebody's head. And I love that. That's where I want to see Denny. I think Denny realized he's six foot nine. Instead of laying the ball up, just just dunk the ball. And I think a lot of the times he only had seven dunks last year in the regular season, and he had four dunks in that game. Four dunks. He's highly capable of doing. It. He's highly capable of finishing above the rim. I do want to see him be a lob threat somewhat as well. So a big swing skill for him. Excuse me, is going to be finishing around the rim. He was sixty three percent. With uh within three feet, uh, within three feet of the rim, he was sixty three percent, and that was that percentage was lower than Hollow Nettle last year, who's six feet tall. So he has to he has to be better finishing around the rim with both hands, with both hands for sure. Um, Jay Billis said saying he also said Denny's having a spectacular game. Um, Denny, there was one time as well he got the ball on the uh, left wing at the three point line, did a little pump fake or uh, kind of like a, a fake pump fake stutter step without traveling and then drove right and dunked the ball. He got low to the ground and was aggressive and had his mind made up and went to the basket and dunked it. And I love that. That was one of my favorite plays from Denny Avi of, of the day. Um, then the other commentator asked Jay Billis how to stop Denny. And Jay Billis says, you can't double him because Denny Avi passes the ball so well. The whole team, the whole roster passed the ball well. They really definitely predicated their game on ball movement and getting guys open shots, open threes, open baskets. There's one time where Denny did a um uh and one mixtape tour type of dribble between his legs behind him to Jan Mater, and Jan Mater did like a volleyball push push pass to the big man and he got fouled. So that just showcases Denny's potential as a and I, people always ask, you know, can he play point guard? I don't see him being a point guard, but somewhat of a point forward, somewhat of a connector. He is a guy that definitely can facilitate facilitate the offense and bring the ball up for sure. Um there was a couple of times where he got the rebound and just, just took it. And it, there was one time in transition where he just showed his his strength. And he got to the basket and he got fouled as well on, on, in transition. Um, then he had a post-up. He had a nice post-up, but he missed the layup. Um, 
also they were up by nine. Then he, he fouled out. He was being a little too handsy and a little too physical. That's what he really, really needs to work on, not using his body. There were unnecessary fouls. Jay Billis also said, I don't even know why he went after that. There was no reason for him to go after that and try to foul the guy at all or even really try to defend. They were already up by like nine or ten points. And he did complain to the refs, so that's something that I that he's done during the regular season that he really, really has to improve on. So um, here's some notes, some other notes that I – this is a Denny Avdia quote. This is from Neil Dalal. He, he tweeted this out. Um, Denny Avdia, after Israel's win over Auburn, quote, most important is that we had fun. I believe everyone had fun in this first exhibition game together. Takes time to build chemistry, but we know what we are doing and we are going to fight. All in all, we were able to play well, end quote. So, Denny, man, I thought he had a great game, man. He, he, had, a, he had a great game. He's a smart player, a high, high basketball IQ player, and I really want to see this translate to games. I really do in, in the NBA. I know this wasn't the most elite competition, but – he dribbled mostly with his right hand, so those are the critiques that I have. I want to see him go left a little bit more. I want to see him finish around the rim better and not miss, you know, the easy layups, the bunnies. He's got to finish those. He has to, um, and he has to cut down on complaining to the refs. I like the step back three because it shows some confidence. I know he's been working on that with Drew Hanlon. Bradley Bill does the step back three a lot, side step threes. Um, confidence is a big thing. He was oozing confidence. He showed leadership. He showed being a vocal leader for that team, that roster for his country for sure. Can he start at the three or the four? Can he start off to over Will to throw Barton? That's going to be a question in training camp. Rui as well, he's going to be competing with Rui and Will Barton to start at the three. Yes, he's the best defender out of those three guys. But offensively, in the past two seasons that he's had, you know, he hasn't finished at the rim the best. He struggled to dribble with his left hand, and he struggled from the three-point line, shooting 31% from the three-point line. So there were some intriguing, some encouraging signs that I saw there. The athleticism definitely popped. The ball handling definitely popped. The vision definitely popped. The creativity definitely popped. The call, the confidence definitely popped for sure. So I, I was intrigued. The fouls drawn definitely stood out to me. Now, can Wes Enzo Jr., does, is he going to use him that similar way? Can he do that with the starting unit, or can he do that better with the bench unit? Those are the question marks that I have for the Wizards and for Wes Enzo Jr. as well. Is he going to do that and implement that more with the bench unit using Denny as a point forward where he can bring the ball up and be more creative with the second team and run that offense with – Rui and Gaff at the five, Rui at the four, Gaff at the five, Kispert at the two. You have Rui, who's an, who was an elite three-point shooter last year. Kispert, who was an elite three-point shooter, who, who has potential to be an elite three-point shooter. And DeLon Wright, who is a solid three-point shooter as well. I think and throwing lobs to Daniel Gaffer. So I think that could work out for sure. You guys let me know what you guys think about Denny's performance. Um, I like what I saw for sure. I just want to see it translate to the NBA and Kawhi Unsell Jr., instill him in the in the right way and i did see where he showed flashes of where he could be the still the draft at pick nine so but aren't you guys i was impressed man 25 points seven boards five assists 11 fouls drawn 11 for 13 from the free throw line that's legit it's legit aren't you guys so i want to thank you guys for listening and making locked on wizards your first listen every day now for your second listen get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the nba in just 30 minutes every day with locked on nba locked on nba your daily nba update in just 30 minutes hail to the wizards Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.